Welcome back to the Auto Amateur Podcast, this is James. This podcast episode is hopefully coming as a bit of a surprise. I'm dropping this episode out of my usual Friday morning sequence. I've gotten into this really comfortable groove where I'm dropping podcasts super early on a Friday morning central time. So folks on a Friday evening in uh, Europe can pick them up. Folks in the morning on the West Coast here in the States can pick them up. And it's gotten really fun. But something happened this week which has been... I didn't realize it was going to have such an impact. People have been wigging out about the fact that I posted uh, a video about my new daily driver. It's a 2021 Chevy Silverado truck. I thought there was going to be a bit of interest from people who like trucks. I thought there was going to be a bit of interest from people who like Porsches. And there were. But there were a lot of people who were just flipping out over the fact that I was putting truck content onto my auto amateur channel. Which... I presume now is synonymous with Porsche content. So we're going to talk about that, but of course, we're also going to be talking about Porsches and some fun stuff that I've got coming up. So let's go chat about that. So yeah, this week I decided to replace my daily driver uh, which has been my 911 actually for the past couple of months. I sold my 2011 Cayenne in sort of September, October time, uh, really because it was just sat on the driveway and it wasn't getting used that much. So, you know, you might ask yourself the question or ask me the question, why am I buying another daily driver? And there is a good reason for that. And it's just basically down to the fact that I've come to learn that just practically, uh, especially with my wife getting out of the house more and more now, for her new career as a realtor, um, it's leaving me and the boys stuck at home. And uh, as much as we like to play in the uh, the cars in the garage, it's 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 a bit of a hassle and it's difficult getting them in and out of the 911 all the time. So, figured summer's coming. It's time for a new daily, and uh, you know, go big or go home, as they say. So, I've got myself this truck. I've got to say, it is a lot of fun. But yeah, this week I introduced the truck on uh, Instagram first. And uh, had a lot of really positive feedback. It was really cool. Uh, and who knows, or who would have known, there are so many people out there who drive trucks um, as their daily drivers and who are Porsche owners. Um, of course, I think all of them so far have been in North America, which doesn't surprise me. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's a cool thing. But when I drop my video, um, usually within, I don't know, let's say... Let's say within the first half an hour or the first hour of my videos dropping, I've got a couple of hundred views. I've usually got, you know, maybe half a dozen people giving me a thumbs up and then usually kind of a dozen comments to uh, respond to. And it's often, um, you know, the same kind of people, the same sort of, uh, you know, the same folks uh, wanting to, to comment first and, uh, and you know, follow me, which is really cool. Uh, this time around, I dropped the video and... Uh, Within the first half an hour, an hour, there were a couple of hundred views, which was cool. It was tracking like uh, most of the videos usually track. And, and after the first 24 hours, it was almost a thousand views. And that's kind of my benchmark now. But um, <laughs> I didn't get a single thumbs up for at least a couple of hours, which might not sound like a big deal. And it really isn't. I mean, you know, practically in reality, it really isn't a big deal at all. Um, but just interesting to look at the data and the stats because that's the very opposite reaction to what my videos usually get. I think I had about five or six thumbs down uh, without comments associated with them in the first hour. 
And uh, I, I've come to realize over the, the past couple of days since just, you know, I, I track all the comments on my videos. Um, I've got a feeling the people leaving the thumbs down uh, belong to one of two camps. And it's probably, it's probably this one first, which are Porsche drivers, maybe outside the United States, or maybe inside the United States, that didn't like seeing a truck video uh, on my channel or didn't like the fact that I've bought a truck. So, all right, fair enough. But I think the other group of people are truck owners that um, are maybe not too keen in listening to a Brit drive and talk about trucks. Because <laughs> I've had a couple of people commenting, being like, you Brits don't drive trucks. You know, you don't know a first thing about trucks. Hey, I'm with you, mate. I am. I'm honest. Totally. I know nothing about trucks, apart from the fact that they're big. Um that they're a lot of fun to drive, that they've got a really, you know, a cool amount of capabilities. Uh, but I'm also noticing that there is, just like in the Porsche world, there is a huge, huge subculture of people across various groups and platforms that talk about these cars and drive these cars and modify these cars. It's no different in the truck world. There are Facebook groups, there are Instagram pages, there are online forums, there are aftermarket parts providers. I mean, of course, that's not unexpected, um, but it's uh, it's interesting uh, trying to break into a few of those groups um, and ask questions. And I kind of feel like, in you know, in some respects, being a complete beginner as a Porsche enthusiast, posting some very, I guess, to me, straightforward questions, but to the rest of the community extremely naive questions <laughs> what does this button do <laughs> and people responding back just push it and find out you know that kind of stuff um so it's it's kind of fun being a truck newbie or a truck virgin i guess uh but the thing which is just um the thing that's astonished me most is just uh, how many people have been uh commenting and actually not just commenting on the video but sending me emails and and, and people that i've known you know, in quotes, um, backwards and forwards for the past couple of years, um, asking me, are you going to start making a Chevy channel? Uh, is the Porsche content going away? No, no friends. You might see the odd truck video now and again, and I'll probably show you a few mods here and there that I'm doing in the background of other Porsche videos. But no, if anyone's asking this question, you can say that Auto Amateur is still very much about the Porsches. It's all about the Porsches. It's like 99.999%, five nines about Porsches. You'll see the odd truck video every now and again. But no, it's all about Porsches. That's still my life. That's still, that's still the thing that gets me out of bed and uh, the thing I'm passionate about. You won't find me writing articles about Chevy trucks in the... Uh, whatever magazines they put out about Chevys and trucks, um, I am still very much committed to the Porsche world. That that just really made me laugh. And uh, yeah, you know, anyone who's uh, who worries, don't worry, don't you worry. It's all about Porsche. So let's talk about Porsche. Uh, this week, I'm just flying solo, or at least in this episode, I'm, I'm just flying solo. Uh, over the past uh, couple of months, I've had some really great conversations with uh, some great guys and I've uh, put out a couple of podcasts, and um, I've got a few more in the pipeline, and, and actually a lot more in the pipeline. Um, they're starting to stack up now, which is great. Um, but Jay from the Jay Re channel, um, we tried to do a, a second podcast together this week. Unfortunately, uh, my schedule got the better of me, so I couldn't make that. 
Um, but ch chatting recently with Jay um, from from his channel, uh, I'm going to be talking with him again hopefully soon because he started a second YouTube a second YouTube channel about um, non Porsche cars. And I think his uh, his original channel is going to continue being about Porsches. Uh, he's got a lot of access to some really cool cars, and he's going to make more and more content. So, you know, fair dues to him. I'm looking forward to talking about that. Of course, Andy from The Last Rasp. We've done a couple of podcasts now, several in fact. And uh, we've got another few in the pipeline. So, so that's a lot of fun. Uh, Daniel from uh, Jet Fuel Only. Uh, his episode dropped just a few days ago. It was really fun talking to him. He's a really interesting, really fun guy. And for those of you that like Top Gun and dropping Top Gun references, that podcast episode is the one for you. <laughs> That's all I'll say. It's <laughs> I enjoyed it anyway. Uh, I don't know if, if Dan really enjoyed it, but you know, I did. And it's all about me. <laughs> Um, Charles uh, and uh, 997Dad, his episode dropped uh, just over a week ago uh, on, on the topic of project cars. And it's been really fun doing all of these collaborations. Uh, I'm hopefully going to be uh, lining up some uh, some new hosts, or at least some new co-hosts in the coming weeks, as well as some familiar names and faces, you know, folks like, like Jay and Andy. Um, so the podcasts are going to continue to drop. And now the winter is almost gone. It's like springtime here in the Twin Cities at the moment. It was 60 degrees today. The snow is all but melted. One other exciting thing to mention about collaborations is that it is on like Donkey Kong between me and Mr. Nick Murray. If you are a YouTubing, Porsche-watching fan, you probably know Nick Murray. His uh, alter ego... Uh, is dropped baby one on Instagram. The Nick Murray channel is his YouTube channel, and uh, he probably needs absolutely no introduction from the likes of me. Really funny guy, great videos, not just about Porsches, but primarily about Porsches, and then lots of stuff about his dogs and his toy gorillas. Yep, you heard it here, toy gorillas. Nick and I are going to be live streaming on my YouTube channel on March 20th, which is a Saturday in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, around 2 p.m. Eastern, which I think is around off the top of my head, 7 p.m. GMT, I think. Is that about right? Yeah, I think so. Going to be a lot of fun. Nick's hilarious, and uh, he loves to wind me up about um, so-called downgrades to my car with carbon fiber trim and red faceplates and all that good stuff. So that's going to be a lot of fun. So let's talk Porsches, because we're not here to talk about Chevy trucks. I've got a lot of exciting opportunities coming up to make some great Porsche content on my channel. Uh, now that the spring's here, or at least the spring is getting close, uh, a lot of my friends in the Twin Cities are starting to take their 911s out of storage uh, for those of them that don't drive during the winter. Uh, I'm going to be doing some more... Uh, sort of generation-focused videos. Uh, my friend Pat is kindly lending me his 997 for the day. I'm going to be doing an in-depth review and buyer's guide for 997 generations. His is a 997.1, but I'm going to be talking about both generations. Uh, and then uh, Pat and I are also on another day going to be making a video uh, talking about the differences between 997 and the 991. This is a follow-up to a video we made last year where we did a walk-around comparison of the cars in my garage. This video is all going to be about driving. Pat's going to be driving my 991. I'm going to be driving his 997. And we're going to be talking live on camera as we drive around the Twin Cities together. 
getting some really cool drone shots and some exterior shots, etc. Um, but most importantly, you're going to be looking inside the cabin while we're both driving. And we're going to be talking about the differences in the driving experience. And, it, you know, this kind of comes back to the question I get asked time and time again, which is the 911 for me? But certainly first-time buyers. The 996 um, feels, you know, more and more uh, within reach, given the price. Uh, the 997... Uh, is an extremely popular model. It's becoming the new classic, just like the uh, the 993 became the new classic about 10 years ago. Um, and then the 991, for people who want that more sort of modern, uh, maybe a little bit more high-octane sort of experience, uh, especially with the PDKs and uh, you know the faster engines, more powerful engines, etc., the 991 generation who can't quite get to the 992, that's the decision. Do I go 996, 997, or 991? And uh, my friends and I, and I'm sure Porsche enthusiasts listening to this podcast can talk about that subject until they're blue in the face. So Pat and I are going to be talking about it from the 997 to the 991 perspective as we're actually driving the car. That's going to be a whole lot of fun. And then I'm hopefully going to be hitting up my friend Chris at Porsche Minneapolis and see what is coming in his inventory. Maybe do a couple of walk-arounds, maybe even guest test drive some of the cars. Last time I was there with Chris, they had an amazing exclusive series, 991.2 generation, which uh, was on its way back to Europe. It had a European buyer. Um, just a phenomenal looking car. Uh, but with the Turbo S, the 992 Turbo S arriving, it's going to be fun to take a look at that. Uh, they've got some other great uh, 991s in uh, stock as well from the used side. Uh, so we're going to be taking a look at that. And then my friend AJ, if you've been following my videos, you know that AJ is the owner and operator of Eurocharge Minneapolis, a great independent shop here in the Twin Cities that do you know, work on all of the European cars, do a lot of work on Porsche cars, and a lot of my Porsche friends go to Eurocharge Minneapolis for the regular services and for a lot of custom work, a lot of mods, etc., exhaust jobs, suspension, coilovers, etc. Um, AJ also runs his own uh, his own car business where he's buying and selling uh, used cars called AJ's Garage. Um, he's going to be very kindly giving me the keys to a number of cars that he has in stock, um, some of them Porsches, but I'm going to be able to get my hands on a couple of Lamborghinis. Um, I think there's a Maserati there. There might be even an Aston Martin. Um, I'm really excited to be driving uh, the Paul Walker uh, Nissan, uh, the GTR. Um, just I can't wait to get hold of that one. Um, so that's going to be fun as well. And uh, while some of them, of course, aren't Porsches, I think the Porsche enthusiast community out there will enjoy seeing some of these cars on the road as well. So that's it. So, so much content coming up that I just can't wait to dive into. And I've got to try and get as much of this made as possible in the next 10 weeks before my daughter arrives. Uh, my wife, Ruthie, and I have got baby number three on the way. Uh, little baby Grace is going to be arriving around the end of May. So it is game on. <laughs> Well, that's it for another podcast. Just a quick channel update in this video. Uh, my regular Friday podcast will be continuing um, going forward. Got another great one coming out this week. Stay tuned. Hope you're staying well. And just most importantly, get out and drive.